So fuck the state of Texas and their inability to keep niggas safe. Opening notes, yeah. Um, Thoughts and prayers uh, for um, their homes. I hope they burn to the ground. Um, I I don't know, man. Texas is gonna be okay. I don't. I mean, yeah, Texas will still be there tomorrow. It's not like the day after tomorrow. You know, but I wasn't like these people who were fearful that they were gonna die in a day. I'm like, chill. I'm not. I'm not going out like I'm like that. Like, I'll find a way to live. But like, no, I hear you. So, like the cold didn't bother me. It was just not having power. I couldn't cook shit. That's what pissed me off. Yeah. Nah, understandably, it's it's wild. Um, how once there's no electricity, pretty much everything is just fucked. The the one thing I was concerned about was like. Let me reach out to this nigga before he loses power on his phone. Because that shit is going to be a bitch. That shit makes yeah. everything ten times. I, luckily, I avoided that. Because, like, um, the West End Hotel was literally right next door to us. So we just literally walked right over there. It was the only thing that still had power. Like, everyone was... It was, like, literally, like... It felt like a shelter. There was so many fucking people there. And only two people working, like, at the... <laughs> or whatever. Niggas were buying drinks, food, all that shit. And they just kept feeding niggas until they ran out of food. So we were just chilling. As they should. Yeah. Well, it was, it was nice. I mean, I wish the prices wasn't that high, but, you know, whatever. Come on. I'll take what I can get. Capitalism got a capital. Um, wouldn't be a, 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 a real emergency situation if there wasn't a greedy fuck trying to get as much money out of people. Um, like... Nigga, I will burn this hotel to the ground with you in it. Like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know how cold it is? Today is a perfect day to burn this shit down. Exactly. Like, nigga, the whole I walked block. outside and it was like a, a, you would appreciate this, Richard. It was like a burnt Bible, like literally on the sidewalk. Like, no, wait. I don't know if you saw me tweet this out earlier, nigga. I was, um, burning a Bible will keep you warm. But, uh, my client, I was working with my client and they asked me if Jesus Christ loved them. And I was just like, Come on, man. Why you got to ask me that? I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I was just like, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, sure. I was like fighting the urge to be like, man, none of that shit's real, bro. Like, don't ask me about that. Like, but then I don't want to, you know, cause more problems. world for a loop. Well, I don't know how to cause more problems. That shit would be fucking, people like just walk up to dad and be like, Christ is dead. <laughs> give their grandfather a damn heart attack um, but I don't want to get too off in our on our tangent because we can go on for, for a while but um, I wanted to welcome everyone to the show this is not here to be right we're doing a, a special bonus episode today we're doing a, a movie discussion review um, on Malcolm and Marie Marie right yeah yes, Maria. I was saying Maria for a while I've been trying to break I that yeah. Uh, so Malcolm and Marie starring um, Zendaya and uh, Denzel Washington's son. Um, John I, David Washington, nigga. Be respectful. I will just call him that because I know he's trying to distance himself from his father. He's a good actor. He deserves his, his name to be. He said. does. He deserves his flowers because his movie was fire. Um, not to spoil my fucking opinion on the movie, but I actually did fuck with this. But um, you got me, your host, Rich, and my co-host, Trayvon, and Brandon here. Um, so... I guess let's just get right into it, guys. What did, what was our first impression of the movie, or what did you think of the movie before going in? Like, what were, 
before you watch it? What did you think? And what did you think after? Uh, going into it, because I saw Twitter, I saw Black Twitter specifically react to it. And it was mostly Black women saying that, you know, John David Washington's character was just the most toxic thing in the world. So I'm like, fuck, is it going to be one of those movies where, like a Tyler Perry type movie where the nigga ain't shit and the woman's going to have to pray her way through all the, like, whatever the case is. No. But after watching it, I was wrong. And I really did enjoy it. I thoroughly, I, I was exhausted by the end of it, though. Like, that shit was the longest hour and 40 minutes. Like, I've sat, we all, we all watch Marvel movies and them shits be like three hours long. And this shit felt longer than all those movies because of all, of all the back and forth. But other than that, I, I did enjoy it. It, it led to an interesting discussion between me and my significant other. And uh, yeah. Good and bad, I guess. Um, I was, I saw the tweets too as well. Um, they just said that that nigga was toxic. That was all I had to go off. But then I saw it was in black and white. So I was like, oh, this is going to be some artsy fartsy bullshit. Then I saw that the direct, the, the writer was a white man. And I saw two black leads and then my fucking radar, like my, um, my fucking radar was just on on high alert i was like uh uh let's let's look for some bullshit i was fishing to see some like shitty politics or where the black person just looks at the camera and just says like hey man if we just pulled our pants up and you know lifted ourselves <laughs> from the bootstraps things would be okay like i was waiting for that moment but it never came so um that, that was that was good but um i i overall like the film i'm not uh uh, in a relationship so I can look at this shit and just be like thank god I'm not in one um, <laughs> that shit looked awful um, exhausting uh, now for do should we just break down the kind of the, the beat or the summary of the film like a little s- short synopsis like I gotta tell you what I thought about it go <laughs> ahead man I was waiting for you but, but shoot um I saw like a couple of tweets and stuff, really not too much. Um, and so I started to watch it myself like a week ago and I watched maybe like 10 minutes of it. And I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Cause it was, I liked the fact that it was um, in black and white. Um, I love cameras myself. So that, that was very intrigued by that. It was shot on film, which is dope. It's not, you know, there's not a lot of movies with that, that kind of vibe anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was excited to see two black leads. I didn't know it had a white writer. Um, and that was kind of really all I had going into it. I didn't understand what the movie was about. I knew it was shot during quarantine. I know that they lived together in the same house for, I think a couple months when they made the movie. Um, and so going into it, I was excited. Um, and then halfway through it, I was like, damn, I got to watch this shit again. This shit is fire. And then by the end, I was like, this shit is fucking trash. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's my first impression was that shit was trash. Um, Yeah, I didn't, I liked it halfway through, but once as it started to progress, I just wasn't feeling it no more. I think it was, okay, so for people who haven't seen the movie and don't care about spoilers, I'm going to just say, the movie breaks down to pretty much like four arguments, right? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I wrote them all in detail. 
Okay, so what started it, how it ended, what led to after that, like it's some of the dumbest shit. Yeah. Like so, that's that's the part like I agree with Trey on. Like there was parts where I'm like, this shit sucks. Like what the fuck is this? So I think it's because I don't know. I don't know if you guys got this vibe from the movie. It felt like I was watching a play almost. Yeah. Um, I feel like this movie would work if it was just on a stage. And um, they just, it's just a lot of monologues and winded rants and shit. But I, I guess let's just break it down argument by argument. Um, I think one thing that was cool about the movie was that you get one argument that is honestly seems kind of bad, but then I don't know. We don't know enough about them. And the more we learn, the more fucked up the arguments get yeah. and the more context it gives to the earlier ones too. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll start with the first one. And that was, they come home from the the night, of um, his big movie premiere showing. Um, yeah. Everyone loves Wait, it. Great song choices throughout the whole film. Yes. Yeah. Um, my only, only complaint was that this nigga was listening to James Brown and I felt like, eh, that's a little on the nose. But other than that, really good, really good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that whole, like the intro was like, that's neat. Like, that's how I would be mm-hmm. after a, a good night. I'll be playing some shit like that, drinking or smoking, oh. and dancing around, being a nuisance to my girlfriend. Like that—that that would be me. Yeah. I'm a morning person. That's how I wake up on the weekends. Yeah, that's <laughs> you have to. Heard you. I just so he comes home. He asks her to make him dinner, and she does. Um, he tries to get some butt. Um, doesn't really work out. Uh, she's not wrote feeling. Wrote my notes that John David Washington just wanted to eat Zendaya's ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even think he was acting. I think he just wanted to do that. Like it was, it was he wasn't in character at all. I was just like, nigga, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this shit. Oh yeah, what are you talking about? That shit's funny. <laughs> um, I saw actually about the the two actors too that um, I saw someone point out was that the age difference between them, but. Honestly, that's not a problem because it's supposed to be like that in the story as well. That nigga's supposed to be like 36 and she's supposed to be like 25, whatever. Yeah. Um, Which feeds in later into a later argument that I thought was fucking wild. Um, uh, The first fight, what was it about, Brand? Because you said you got notes. It was just he didn't thank her at the speech. Yeah. Which was the, the the biggest argument throughout the whole night is that he didn't thank her. It was the catalyst for everything. Yes. It's, it's their entire relationship in a nutshell. Yeah, That's, pretty. And she says that, too. Um, and he called her fucking crazy for it. And that's when I was just like, nope. If a nigga's calling someone crazy, they're definitely on to something. Uh, <laughs> that's like, yeah, this nigga is definitely, he knows what she's talking about. The part that like resonated with me, and because like I said, I saw a lot of myself in my relationship in this shit. Because he, as you said, he, she was said, um, she was upset about not getting credit. And he was like, but I thanked you like a thousand times afterwards. And you said it was fine. It was okay. And then she was like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm like, fuck, if I had a nickel for every fucking time that's happened to me. Yeah. And you know what? That shit is actually valid as shit. Cause there's definitely some shit that I've let slide 
and then just sat on it for a couple more minutes. It's like, oh hell fucking no. Like, I don't want to ruin this moment, but like, I'm not later, Yeah, I'm not causing a scene or anything, but this shit is not cool. I'm feeling some type of way right now. Uh, <laughs> but that's something I learned about myself too, because I've I've done that in the past. And I feel like for me at least, that was me trying to be like the bigger person. Like, nah, you know, it's cool, it's cool. But now I feel like as I've gotten a little older. I would I'll really be like, you know, I'm not sure yet. I might I might mm. be pissed about this shit later. Like, <laughs> but I'm transparent enough to go, like, yeah, I'm not sure right now. <laughs> this could be an issue later, it could not be. But right now, I don't know. See, I'm the opposite. I don't care enough, apparently. Because I, I don't do that shit at all. Yeah. I'm actually glad you said I don't care. So cause this is something that really hit me with this movie was that um this Zendaya was just tearing this nigga up during that first argument. But she was just like, once you know you have someone and you have their love, you never look at them again and you just take them for granted. And yeah, it's shitty. It's very shitty, but I can relate. Um, you, you, it's very easy to take people for granted once you know that you have them. And so it, I think that's why I I think the movie is so well is that even if you're not a hundred percent Malcolm, there's different levels to each person of how much you can identify with them. I think almost anyone in relationships can identify at least certain aspects of both characters. Oh yeah. I would think so. Now I wanted to say too, that like there. I don't know if you guys noticed this too, but when they first made up, well, actually first, I wanted to talk about the first argument when this nigga was sitting at the table, um, eating macaroni and cheese and yelling at her. I'm not going to lie. I was angry as shit. I was like, yeah, no bullshit. If she walked in this room and threw some shit at you, I would completely understand. Like this nigga is dead ass eating and just berating her from the other room. This is some, this is like, the fuck is wrong. You, you're insane. You're you little you're this you're that get seconds you know what I'm saying starts dogging that shit. Was like I'm concerned for your mental health. This shit is nuts. <laughs> okay, and I want okay. So him not thanking her sounds bad mm-hmm. at the beginning of the film. You're like, damn, you forgot to thank your girl. What I thought he they were married. I did too. Um, for a while, but they're not. And so I was like, damn, you for you didn't thank your wife. You fucked up, bro. I don't care. You're in the wrong. I think any guy can agree that he fucked up when that first fight. They're like, yeah, he lost. Yes. That. Yeah. Like, and that was the thing. I was just like, I was like, where are we going with this movie? I was just like, because this is going to, it was like, this is an hour and a half film of this nigga is definitely wrong for this. And I was like, how are they going to spin this? But um, it, it's wilder because you don't know this until like 20 minutes later that the film was loosely based off of her life. Mm-hmm. And it's even crazier too when you get it, like you learn that all his other films have flopped. But this is the one that like niggas are like, oh no, you've got something here with this one. Yeah. And so yeah, he definitely like it makes the when I learned that information, it made the her not getting thanked at the show that much more worse 
Mm-hmm. I was just like, and you hear oh. about everyone else he faked, but not her. Exactly. That made it even worse. I'm like, God I damn, man. I wouldn't like again. The first words that come out of your mouth should be my girlfriend or my wife or whatever, just to cover your own ass. Like rule of thumb. Anyway, if you forget anyone else, it's whatever. But her, you gotta go home to her, nigga. Right. Especially when she asked him, do you think this movie would have been as good as it was if we weren't together? And he just straight up said no. Right. So that was another. You keep saying in the film, like, I was writing this shit before I even met you. Like, I had a script already, like, but it wasn't finished. So clearly you rewrote some shit. Oh, obviously. Okay. So that was something else. Not to jump ahead, but I guess this is a good point to transition. So he said no. They that pretty much killed the argument if I'm remembering everything right. When he yeah, was like, he, he pretty much admitted. Necessarily, they talked about it for a long period of time. They got over it. They made it out. Right. He talking about his success, uh, directing a Lego film or some shit. I think that was after the second. After the first one. No, they she did. They did it again. But like, because it was. I'm thinking about in the in the um when they're in the dining room. Um, and they're like rolling around, and he said, "Like, oh, I wish you never gave up your acting career." Da 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 da. da. And then she kind of got up and walked away. Mm-hmm. And that's when she goes outside. He can't find her for a little bit. That's the uh, first make that, like makeup. You know, I don't, yeah, I might be remembering it wrong. It was like they they made up, and then he literally plays a song. She and she out. goes to the bathroom, right? So it's during that conversation before he puts on the song. Yeah, I heard it. I heard the second argument start. As soon as this nigga said, "I wish you never gave you never gave up acting," I was like, "Ain't no fucking way." I was like, "I don't know these niggas, <laughs> but I know that's a fight right there." Like he he plays. I forgot what fucking song he played. I forgot to be a lover. Love yeah, that song. Yeah, that one. I like, heard. Once again, a great song choice. And then she comes out like, I think, like, why are you playing this? Bu- this is your fucking way of trying to apologize to me by playing some bullshit ass song. Yeah, I was like, Damn. yeah, I was just like, that nigga said some hurtful ass shit. And then he was just like, instead of apologizing, I'm gonna play some fucking music. I was just like, God damn. Was that so wrong though? Just to yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta apologize. You can do the music, but you yeah, gotta you also apologize. You can't. You set it music up, isn't a substitute for the apology, because they will remember that. If, if you apologize and don't say something fucked up after that, because that's what he did, and then play a song, that's fine, right? I think so. As long as you apologize first. Like if you apologize, shit squash, and you don't say anything to ruin that shit, and then you play a song. Yeah. He he didn't know he started a second fight yet. Yeah, I, 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 I clearly yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So he thought he was still golden. You're right. You're definitely right. Um and it might be because you know he could be trying to like a little apology playlist he threw on, mm-hmm. little thing really like I'm I'm yeah, we're we're past it, but I still want to be like I'm sorry. Um but that line immediately clicked in me. I was just like I don't know, but the mood changed. I was like, yeah, this nigga definitely did something or not did something, but I feel like he was just like, she said needy that he, she couldn't be an actress. And And each argument just got more intense, more like the bar just got raised. Cause the first one was, it was bad. 
Mm-hmm. But the second one, holy fuck, did we escalate to a yo? When you, when, to when, it was like holy <laughs> shit. Things both of them said to each other. I'm trying to remember if the second argument was when she called this nigga mediocre, and that you yeah, were really spitefully. I told you, I got, I got a shit ton of notes. Word, okay. Um, this nigga Malcolm calls her a support dog. Yes. That you gave up just to be a fucking support dog. You have a drug habit. Did the whole breakdown of her drug habits? Yeah, no, no, no. Him. Okay, we actually do need to stop just for a second to be able to say that this nigga is a demon throwing her not only throwing her drug addiction but her suicide attempt back in her face with the fucking scissors and and all that i was my jaw was just open and then was like yo we got all these look at the house that the production company put us in pick a room nigga get to work the fuck are you over here moping around for yeah 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 bro you're changing this into like a like a pep talk like what the fuck is going on here bro that shit had me crying nigga because i was like thinking like nigga what are you saying (laughs) like this is a girl who clearly has like mental health drug issues like i was just like you nigga you just said sit alone in a room and get to work nigga like we don't even know how long ago this shit happened like we don't know how fresh yeah bro she could have been clean for like six months nigga what are you doing (laughs) um but i also I'm not gonna lie, that that conversation when he said that shit, that nigga looked like he was hyperventilating. I was just like, nigga, you just told her you like pretty much was like, and you fucking try to kill yourself, you drug addict bitch. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, how are you gonna say that? And now you're breathing heavy, like you're about to cry, nigga. Like what? <laughs> um because he talked about being there for her and at all the picking her up and when she needed to be picked up for me oh, yeah. and when how she needed on him apparently and- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah which is also crazy so i think i think it was the second argument that um marie calls him out and was just like um i didn't realize what i was to you i was 22 when we met and so when you loved me like Morning. that i never knew to be loved like that before, but I didn't real like recognize what you saw in me at the time. That shit really fucking hit. She hits him with the "you're a fraud" bar, like you mm-hmm. like you just take from niggas' lives and that's it. Yeah, Call yeah. this nigga a mimicker, a cockadoo of like all types of a parakeet, like all these fucking birds. I'm like, god damn, she named like two or three birds on this nigga, like disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, that shit was a one hit wonder bar. Call him a one hit wonder. What you gonna do next, nigga? You're not these other directors because they actually have original thoughts. They come up with other shit. What the fuck you got next? And called him privilege, which just it, it barred like it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Barred him the fuck up. You know, I knew he his ass was privileged when he had the stupid ass line that, um, what did he say? Not everything I do is political because I'm black. Um, that that it was that line that I was like, ah, there's the white writer sneaking out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I didn't initially feel that way when I first heard it because I was like, maybe <laughs> niggas feel this way. Maybe there's actual film writers who feel like, damn, nigga, I'm just trying to make some shit. Not every no, I agree with you. You're probably right. I just think those niggas are coons. You, you some Uncle Toms. You fucking house niggers. Like you fucking. <laughs> it's you're black. You're never you're never not gonna be black. You gotta just accept that shit. Yeah. Your existence is political. Yeah. By default. 
So to say, oh, I'm not trying to like you're not trying to. It's just going to be political based off of your existence alone, which also kind of ties back into how meta this fucking film is, because the entire time he's saying you don't need to be a woman or a former drug addict to to write about a female drug addict kind of is on a meta way how a white writer doesn't need to be black to write a story about a black couple kind of thing. It was very interesting to me how um, the movie's character and the author of the, of the screenplay kind of, there was just a little bit of an overlap in that, in that one regard. I'm going to keep it a buck too. There's a lot of words they use in this movie that I do not know the meaning of. Yo, they said a lot of shit that I did not recognize. I had to when I watched it the second time. I had to look some shit up. I had to make sure I knew what it meant. I was like, I, was like, I think I know what he means by it, but let me just be sure. Yeah. Oh, and he was like talking about how like you like to be degraded and it permeates our entire fucking relationship. Oh, she, you said some that shit was, too. Like, they were both like, I'm like, this is a former drug addict talking like this. Like, God damn. Like, yeah, you would never guess. Yeah, the <laughs> fucking like, you were 22. He was like, you were 22 dotting off in conversations. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. She just used like a four syllable word that I vaguely know what me it means. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like damn, was she like, Getting high to read the sources, like what was what was where she taking I, the drugs? Yeah, like, I wonder what she was doing while she was getting high. Nigga, was she an English major? Was she studying to be a fucking poet before this? She like, had a bright future. Nah, possible. It's very possible. Well, then after after that fight, it was like an intermission. Like they both went different parts of the house. Yeah, know? the second fight, right when yeah, yeah they took. He called him mediocre and all that that's shit. She got in the tub, right? Yes, and yeah, she that's takes a bath or whatever. And this nigga pulls up like. Did you really mean that shit when you call me mediocre? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when he's outside punching the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how I knew he she was in his head. But um yeah, she, that's that's when I turned to my fiance and said, You you know, you'd be making me feel like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, the um that's when I think demon time started for this nigga Malcolm. So like he was a, a, a bad person. I, I he was a bad boyfriend up until that point, and then he became like a monster when he came into that bathroom and was just like, <laughs> just, I just started being mean. That's the only thing I can describe it. It's just like, you just came in here and started being mean. <laughs> he was a monster off of real. He was a monster when he was eating the mac and cheese and degrading her from across yes. the house. Yeah, no. So he this was, was just, like, he went LeBron mode, like, in the third quarter. Like, he's just he, trying to... I'll say that he was a villain while eating macaroni and he became a super villain while he was in the bathroom. That nigga was like, I, I'm i not going to lie. I didn't think he had it in him when he sat down. I was like, you a rookie. I'm a veteran. Tier tier one S class. That shit. I was like, okay. He's like, hey, like, you're taking credit for shit that's not even you. You think this is all about you, bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he started naming all these bitches. <laughs> she was like, that's why, like, it made sense earlier in the film when he was like when she said this movie isn't based off me who is it based off and he was just like he didn't want to just be like nigga all my exes yeah i know when <laughs> i first time we watched it he was like well, nigga my cousin nigga just people like he didn't want to get in there but when they call mediocre motherfucker gloves are off exactly you know? she hit yeah 
He's such yeah. a demon, though, bro. <laughs> when that nigga said, I know you noticed the way she walked. <laughs> he After that, he turned the fuck up on her. <laughs> nigga called her a level one boss. Threatened her life. Said he will snap her like a twig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wild. And then I uh, should have thanked a junkie ex who overdosed because she deserved it. Like yes. She deserved to get thanked, yes. not her. Oh, my fucking God, yes. When he said, okay, it was like the first girl. Was that the first girl who ever the first girl he said he ever loved or whatever or some shit he like that. He left him but never cheated on him, I remember. Yeah, never cheated but left him and, like, overdosed. And her sister reached out to him asking for pictures of them because she was going to do a slideshow or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I should have thanked her. She actually deserved it. I'm like, you mother... No, wait. That was a different girl. We just got two different girls confused. No, it was another girl too, but like, yeah. The first one was the first one he ever truly loved, left him, got um, together with someone else, and then sends pictures of her kid to him saying, I wish that this was yours. That was the first one. Then there was a second one who was the junkie. I Which thought you were saying fucked up stories to tell both you. F- wildly fucked up stories, yeah. Uh, but I had to write that one down. I'm like, holy fuck. And then fucking Kiki. Like, we all. Yeah, that Kiki the, bit. He says about Kiki. Goddamn. Nigga, he, um, I, I think he went from supervillain to demon in that moment because he said, I keep a Polaroid of her in our house. I was just like, I will, like, if she kills him, where it was, it's in the closet. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> if she killed him that night, I wouldn't have blamed her. Like I was really, I'm like, you instigated the fuck out of this, my nigga. Like this shit yeah. is nuts. Um, you know what else is crazy too about the movie is that you're watching. It's like a car accident. You can't look away. But I could never imagine talking to another person like that. Yeah, I, like if I ever talk to someone like that, just and like take me out now because clearly I'm a menace to society. Like I need to be stopped at that point. Yeah, that was one thing I was thinking too as I was watching it because I can identify with arguments kind of happening in that way and escalating after like mm-hmm. after you get into each piece. But I have never in my life taken shit to that to that extent, or even the person I've been with. Like we, I've never gotten to the point where I'm just saying mean shit. <laughs> Like, like I, I'm not gonna lie, I have taken to a point where I just say mean shit, but never nothing. You're not even close to shit like this. Yeah. Like, and if, if there's a nigga who watched that shit and was like and saw themselves in that, nigga, you need to talk to somebody. You need therapy, nigga. You're like, something's wrong with you. Yeah. That, if you're still with your girl, God bless her. She don't deserve that shit. Yeah, that shit was abuse. Um from both of them. The they uh, hmm. I don't even think she really verbally abused him. She just hurt his feelings and then he just went AWOL. Yeah, it I was gonna say it's like an abuser and his victim, and the victim was starting to kind of like, hey man, I don't fucking like this anymore. That was Marie. Like she was well, it, like to go back to the beginning when he he was eating the mac and cheese and shit, and she was like, Oh, you're like over here abusing me from across the room. And he was like abused she's like verbal it's like okay well just make sure like you know clarification like he didn't give a fuck he didn't care he's like just don't say i don't, I just don't tell people i hit you but i could yeah i'm gonna fuck about my verbally abusing whatever yeah and you know what else was crazy too is she was just like i love you when you're not being an emotional terrorist and i'm like i don't understand how you could still like him after he said the <laughs> shit that he said to you <laughs> i'm pretty sure he called like he called he told you that you need 
um, he's concerned for your mental health and your well-being and he truly thinks you're crazy, knowing that you, <laughs> knowing you and all this shit, you tried to kill yourself. Like, you, you are not a mentally stable person. Yeah. Like. And you're battling a drug addiction. Like, that's it's a battle that doesn't really end. That's like the one thing you were never supposed to say to someone who's going through that. But yeah. I worry about you. I think you're going to fucking kill yourself. Like, I wasn't thinking about it, but thank you for putting that fucking thought in my head. Exactly. That nigga was just such a villain. And you know how... Okay, so later, let's let's continue on because we kind of got bogged down in that second argument. Yeah, I wrote um, way too much information and Jesus fuck because I, I couldn't even like put into words what just happened. And then the last part of what you talked about, he said, you love being degraded and eviscerated is what he said. Yes, like, yes. This is what you enjoy. That was when he was really like, I was just like the, the picture became clear um, that this was a demon lord from hell. Um, who, because like, he was, because he said all of this, right? He's like, um, you love to be degraded, and it permeates every aspect of our relationship, from the way we fight, the way we talk. The you way know, we but fight. you remember how it ends? That whole argument ended. He just like lays his head on the to- on the side of the tub, and he's just like, "But I love you." I was <laughs> like, "Yo, this nigga's evil." I was like, "Get him out of here!" Like I was like, "Marie, run!" <laughs> and. And that was like why I was just like, no, he he is an abuser because it's I don't know. Like she said, you he's the least jealous person, but he's the neediest person. Like she understands that he needs her, but he's not afraid to lose her. That like indifference kind of like she was saying that I could be all over another dude and you would just wouldn't care. Um fuck she had another line in the like third i couldn't relate to that part i mean i'm not overly jealous but i ain't going for that shit it depends <laughs> <laughs> over another dude i'm supposed to be like, like i don't care fuck that i'm like what's happening who is this the yeah, only I'm not a jealous dude either but that the scenario she she listed would never happen i'm like that shit happened the fuck? <laughs> yeah i would have an issue Eh, depends from uh, yeah actually no in the way that she she described specifically yeah i'd have i'd be very upset but yeah. that's because we're normal people yes i think that malcolm is a narcissist um and that's why he can like just be the way that he is like mm-hmm. i feel like maybe everyone is a bit of a narcissist because we can all identify with him but you're not like a full-blown case like he is because yeah. that nigga was um I think I think part of him saying that she loves to be degraded and eviscerated was him kind of identifying is that to whether he realized it or not, because from from my perspective, that wasn't the case. She she does not like to be um, eviscerated and abused and degraded to that manner. But that is how their relationship has gone. And that's the person that he is. And she's still with him. And so he's blaming her for still being with him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That nigga was just like, nigga, just this is if you is. didn't like this, yeah. you, if you didn't like this, you wouldn't stand there while I yelled at you. Yeah. You would have left the room already. I'm like, nigga, you came in here. I left. <laughs> I got him in the, I got she in the tub, nigga. Like she was taking a bath peacefully. Yeah. That nigga just, he said, again, he saw her being peaceful and was just like, I'm going to show this bitch mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is wild, man. So 
after the the bathroom argument, how does that re- even resolve? He just leaves her, and she comes wait, wait, out and just. I don't think he said shit. I think he said all of his shit and just bounced. Right. They were. That was the other thing too. Was it like, I don't even know if we. There might actually be like five arguments, like the the kitchen one, the bedroom one, the bathroom, back to the living room. Um, yeah, that that shit was fight number three. So there's still like another one, I think. Yeah. So yeah, then there's two more left. Yeah. There's still like not. I remember she like changes pretty much gets comfortable and then just comes out and then the movie review comes out. It was clearly a, a cold day on set when they filmed that. Cause yeah, no, <laughs> they, they had someone with, um, who's I wrote how fucking cold was it on set? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. They had someone on whose job sole job on the production team was to walk around with a little mini fan. They were like, yo, they were giving her the wardrobe. I'm like, yo, give it a spike. Yeah, nice uh, have to be less thread count. We gotta, you know, exactly. See, yeah. make sure someone's putting uh, ice cubes on her on her nipples, <laughs> <laughs> but before we shoot a scene, um, just in case. Yeah, I've but. never seen nipples so distracting in my life. <laughs> like, it was, I've I've seen plenty. I've like I I get it. I understand, but in that scene, like they they put so much emphasis on it <laughs> like i just yeah. i couldn't even pay attention to anything else panties and a fucking wife beater with like nothing else again i would say that's more even on a more meta analysis of the film my nigga like he was arguing about that there was a scene in the film where like i think she was like i don't know if she was getting beaten up or something or if she was leaving her abuser or some shit but they were like why was she topless they said it in the review of his film, and they said his his wife said it too. The girl, Zendaya said it. He was like, "Look how you're fucking dressed. This is this is how you dress on a normal day." Yes, so. exactly. And that's why, like, when that scene comes up, I I couldn't not think about. It. I was like, "Is the is the writer of this film trying to say something right now? Like, if we're okay with Zendaya right now, we shouldn't give a shit about it in other films when like women have horrible things done to them, but like they're half naked, so like people half care. I don't know. It was very weird to me because I, I don't know what he was trying to say, and maybe I need to watch the film a third time. I watched it twice, and I, I still... I think he was trying to say, if you don't care, if you don't mind Zendaya looking like this, then you shouldn't mind Lizzo at a Lakers game where her ass cheeks out. I don't, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm alone on that one, so... <laughs> no, I'm alone on that. My, my... Everybody just mind your business. That's not what you like, don't look. No bullshit, nigga. Um... I guess I'm, I'm on the I'm, I'm alone on this one then. I yeah, I know you were you saw you saw Lizzo's t-shirt like nigga that shit is offensive. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just like what is, what is is that just a t-shirt with the back kind of like what this yeah. oh yeah exactly which is that's a look I've seen that look before I've and, never seen that shit and they were like oh if uh, nigga saw Lizzo's Rihanna wore that shit well, you wouldn't say that personally like, yes that shit looks stupid the fuck I, I yeah. think I have seen Rihanna in that exact outfit. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, no, I've seen, like, that is a fit, like, for edgy fashion nistas. As, sorry, as, not- um, some shit is borderline just dumb to me. I'm like, that shit ain't no. even edgy. That's just stupid. No, no, I've no. seen, like, the assless chaps kind of thing, and that, like, that makes sense. That's different. But the T-shirt with the ass cut out, I've never seen that before, and that shit did just look stupid. Yeah, like... <laughs> 
just got a big ass Hanes shirt on and just cut the bag out. I don't get it. That's that's not that's nothing I've never seen before. Easy access because she was there for Carl Anthony Towns. Not to, so I'm glad we um we can laugh about Lizzo because this movie is dark as fuck. Um, yeah. yeah. So after okay, so actually let's talk about the review of this film. That nigga had probably the nuttiest monologue ever, and I yeah. do want to just commend. Yeah. Um, like she she ends up playing a song too, mm-hmm. doing the same shit that he did to her. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing too. Okay, I had this thought at the end of the film. Tell me if I'm crazy. They deserve each other. I felt that originally. But like more do we talk about this? I'm like, God damn, like no one deserves to be with this nigga. Yeah, no, like no one deserves to be treated like that. But like you two are some awful, absolutely awful people. And like Zendaya, leave. Just leave. You've got to leave. But she won't. And there's something keeping her. And I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, that's why, like, that song choice was perfect because in the, the lyrics were saying, leave him. And she was like, but I love him. Like, I can't. And I'm like, damn. That's a... And they were just sitting there. Like, they didn't say a word. They were just sitting there smoking. And then he nope. just gets up and leaves. And then that's when the review and he loses his shit. And You know, that's that point is exactly why I didn't like the movie. Because every time that they, like, quote unquote, made up after a fight, it didn't make any sense to me. None of their like resolutions or when they were the times when they were cool made sense to me. They like, yeah, nothing was ever resolved. Natural yeah. situations, I feel. Which like. is yeah, which is crazy. Like she's just like, can you can we have a conversation without you degrading me? So like, okay. Two seconds later, he's saying, "You dumb bitch. You just love it when I call you a dumb bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and then like I was like, no, neither one of your two complaints about the other one ever gets resolved or they never make a commitment to even try and do better but then you guys just go back to acting like everything's okay yeah and like the way she was so calm about everything like when he's losing his mind about the review i'm like yo what is you should your foot should be all in his ass right now the fuck are you trying to be all calm cool collective for him for i actually really liked um his monologue when he was going off about that film not so much about the content but just because um i thought he just killed it Yo, he mean, it was, yeah walking around the room screaming and shit doing all well, that like some at one point the first time i blacked out i wasn't even listening to what he was saying i'm just like yo he's acting the fuck out of this scene right now yeah that is something that shit. we 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 probably haven't praised the movie enough about is that it's got some great um, acting and like really just, I, I would say shot composition. I might be using the wrong word, but like the way the camera was set up in the room while he was yeah. doing that and you could see him just like moving around and shit. I was just like, I'm engaged. Like I don't, uh, I'm half listening to you, but like, it's just so. I get, I get the premise of what you're saying, but I'm, I'm like not even paying attention at this point. I'm just right. like, you know, I, was this all in one take? How many takes did it take? Imagine right, exactly. Shit like that. That nigga was killing it, bro. Yeah. Um, and and um, that's another part where I felt, all right, that's me. Because I do that, where I just go on a big ass fucking rant about some shit. And the theater's just sitting there like, yep, 
okay mm-hmm. like let it out like just she's listening but she's not listening at the same time i know she just and then i'm just by the time i'm done she's just like oh that was a you, you okay like that would look like you you got some shit off your chest like you good now like we all right and then i'm back to being normal me like so i related to that part not so much in the sense of screaming at her and like getting aggravated at every little thing that she was saying because that's what he was doing yeah no that nigga was just like uh i'm 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 a i'm biting the head off of this imaginary la times reporter and then like she'd say something is like ah you're here in person so i'm gonna bite your head off i was like nigga calm down has anyone ever i think he hasn't towards this white writer though holy shit fucking amazing yeah he um i don't know man that was a I want to, I like, I, I think I might go just rewatch that scene alone because again, I I can't get past that. I got to always remember this is a white man writing these words. <clears throat> so like, you got to just keep that in mind when they say shit like this. So uh, I wrote a couple things. I don't, I didn't get obviously all of it. Cause yeah, it, of course, but shoot, take it away. He said, um, white people shouldn't be writing on black films essentially that was like the first we all got that part um classic art being misconstrued by critics and they say nothing matters and the mystery behind the artist no longer is this whole argument was like you're taking away the mystery of what the artist means when you interpret in these in these ways and it's like damn why can't a motherfucker just i got you you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, did it make this person who wrote Moonlight, Moon, Moonlight, like, good because he wasn't gay, or like, like the child as to why shit was good or bad? No, I, I get you. That's I'm remembering now that when when you said those things, I was like, ah, yeah, he was making a bigger point about yeah film. Which again, that it was that monologue that I was just like, is this? is the writer director trying to tell me something? I was just like, that's, it was like moments like that because this is a, like a play film. Like there's only two characters in the whole film and, um, or only two speaking roles for these characters. And the things that you choose to include matter that much more because you're either trying to say something like narratively or on like a meta kind of scale. So I don't know. It was very interesting scene to say the least. But yeah. the fight. No, what, what's his name again? Because I'm going to keep calling him Denzel Washington. Jr. John David Washington. John David Washington. John David Wa- JDW. All right. That's his new nickname, his monogram. Um, and then Zendaya's response to what he said was probably my favorite. What did she thing, say? Favorite monologue of the whole movie. When discussing like, hey, all you niggas are just a bunch of hoes. I don't know why you're getting all upset. Yeah. Yeah. When he was like, you just like to flex your brain and make it seem like you're a smart nigga because you're yeah, a hoe. He's like, you call me a hoe? He's like, yes. <laughs> Fuck, that's what you are. Yep. And it's that was something else I really liked about the film too. Was this like, she was like, nigga, you love to scream that you're above it all, but you're a fucking whore like the rest of them. Come on now. Let's not, let's not try and act, act like we don't, we don't know what you're doing. 
Oh, I forgot. He also says the um, British boys be they be they be taking over Hollywood and shit. Yeah, so I was like, that's definitely a shot at what's happening today. <laughs> that yeah, I literally just watched um, Judas and the Black Messiah, and he uh, the nigga playing Fred Hampton is from fucking London. Like, come on. <laughs> Uh, I'd be forgetting that nigga's uh, British. Yeah, because he works mad hard to keep that shit hidden. That's like Idris Elba, too. He's he's from across the pond somewhere. Yeah. You know, um, I I don't know. Idris Elba is a, a unique case. When he, because um, he was in The Wire was the first thing I saw him in. And I don't know. That shit was just weird. Cause I, I I don't know. I never I've never seen The Wire, and I didn't know you he never? was in. No. Oh yeah, he's in The Wire. He he has a Baltimore accent. It's just amazing how like these British niggas can throw on an accent and just mm-hmm. all of a sudden now I'm in L.A. nigga. Um, <laughs> like oh oh. Convincing too. Very convincing, and that's I don't know. And you can pay them even less than you would pay an American actor because they're from overseas and probably because they're like a B tier actor over there. All right. Well, now you're an American A tier and you don't really got to pay them until like their third or fourth film. Like, right. Yeah. Like they're going to get away. They're going to um, run off with a bag by the time you realize what's happening. Yeah. No. Um, fuck, man. After the monologue. Which, uh, I'm sorry, which monologue? The, um, the, um, review. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah, his review. So after his review, um, I'm trying to remember how, how did that break down? They, um, yeah, this is where it gets a little fucking. Yeah, this is the part where I'm like, my memory is the shittiest. So he has his big speech, his big monologue, and he, they end up in the bedroom. She calls him a hoe. They're talking, talking, talking. And I just remember also making the most capitalistic shit. Oh yeah, I remember Which, that. Like, that's that, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's mainstream art form. Like niggas just it is what it is. No one in Hollywood is a radical. And they act like they just act like it on interviews and shit. Exactly, bro. Your, your favorite actress who acts like she's a socialist on the red carpet in a war show is just a fucking actress and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, bro. Like, all of that is right. And they really did have some bars in there. And one of my favorites was that, like, everyone in Hollywood, no, none of you are groundbreaking, none of you are revolutionary. You're making a film in the fucking most, like, capitalistic for-profit fucking enterprise that exists. Um uh, like there was like a point where like I feel like every year in a, at an award show like someone was making like a big political stance, mm-hmm. and I'm like at one point I'm like y'all niggas do y'all even really mean this or y'all just saying this just for the headlines the next day or some shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear you. There's nothing to be, ever of it. Yeah, to be fair, the only times I really fucked with like political messages in films um, was like Snowpiercer and Parasite. Snowpiercer is a, a fire film. Um, everyone should go see it if you haven't. Um, Chris Evans, uh, Captain America is the main character. Oh, so, that's on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bro, that, that movie's classic as fuck. It's great. It's actually amazing. So I don't want to get off. We'll, we'll make that another movie 
episode when we do one um in the future but um fuck so brandon help us out here we were trying to um remember how do we end up in the next argument so he gets the review for his uh, movie where she has the bar about you all you niggas do is play dress up for a living it's only in america ho ass shit yep is another bar yep, um, she's laying yeah, on the ground he just wanted to fuck he just wants to like he's yeah oh yeah they start making out yeah okay as she's saying all this shit he's like laughing they're having a good time she's laying on top of him all that shit they start making out mm-hmm. on the floor and he's like I have to pee but this is all I wanted to do all night was just to fuck like that's all I wanted to do mm-hmm. so let me go to the bathroom come back and we'll do that and then he goes to the bathroom and then she starts thinking about shit and then why didn't you cast me for this role? That yeah. was the last. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was trying to remember. I was like, I know she pulls a knife on this nigga, but why does she do it? Yeah. And he that was when he was saying authenticity yes. versus yeah. um like I guess just no yeah, like, one don't know shit about them, but authenticity, all shit. <laughs> Y'all love using that word. Y'all know dick about lighting, about film, about lenses, and all this shit. You just go. Oh, hey. absolutely. Yeah, like I couldn't tell you. It's authenticity. That's it. Like I could, I probably couldn't tell you the difference between a, a tracking shot and a um. Maybe like I don't know, sweeping. I'm nah, actually that's they're they're in the name. That's a bad example. But yeah. like I know what you mean. Like you get what I mean. Like I, I mean, definitely you know, know a little f- bit because being a comm major. But there's a, yeah, there's a lot of difficult shit. Or a lot of di- like things that people don't think about mm-hmm. when it comes to filmmaking. There is, um, but him. Okay, so that was probably the one thing I didn't agree with Zendaya on was that he should have cast her um marie not zendaya but mm. where yes you should have offered you should have done i guess i think he did offer but she was like you you didn't want me so i didn't really try and he was just like are you fucking right. kidding me? that sounds that, i mean it did sound wild i'm like that you didn't try because i didn't want you like what is that that sounds like an excuse it does until you remember everything we've seen about this nigga up until this point. And until you see what she does after that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So to prove her point, she then tra- threatens to kill this nigga over some pills. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she plays the, she literally plays the character yeah. in real time in front of this nigga. Had his, had him shook. I was believing everything. Just like yeah. any guy in that situation would believe everything she's saying. With her knowing her history, knowing all this, her backstory and all that shit. But she said, I fucked your friends and I didn't care. I stole from your mother. And but I'm like, God damn, bitch. Like, yeah, no, she was did all this shit. <laughs> yeah, that then, was go ahead. Then, go try this moment. My so while I'm watching this, my fiance is next to me. She's reading the book. She's not watching it. She's like was kind of half paying attention, but she just wasn't in the mood to watch it. So she's just sitting there. And so as like women are so connected and think so much alike. Like I'm sitting there watching this. I'm believing this. I'm like, yo, this, this shit is about to get crazy. What's about to happen? My girl looks up from her book and is like, she's acting. And, and then it just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? 
yo, I don't know. Is that just a woman thing, or is she she just has a sixth sense for these things? I feel like it, cause oh. cause she cause this isn't the first time shit like similar to that has happened. When my girl was just like, yeah, da da da. <laughs> And I'm like, nah. Why is it with my girl? We were both like, we bought that shit. We were like, oh my God, this dastardly bitch. (laughs) So that's why I thought the film was going to take the next turn. I was like, okay, so, oh, this is after the story of how... It's going to end with someone dying tonight. That's what's going to happen. Right, exactly. Like, film director finally gets his big film by stealing his wife, his girlfriend's life, turning it into a film. So she murders him when she doesn't get the recognition. That's what I thought the film was going to turn into. Imagine. Would have been better if that would have happened? Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, because but like... It ends very open-ended, but we'll get to that. But yeah. Yeah, the ending is ambiguous. I, so for me, when I was watching that scene, I was planning out how I'd survive this moment. I was just like, first I kicked that bitch in the face. Um, that was my first. I was just like, I was like, I love her, and that's my girl and everything. I mean, he still you has gotta, hard bottom shoes on, so you know, maybe you could exactly, nigga. I was like, protection on that kick. One hitter, quitter. I was like, grab a pillow because you got to catch the knife with something. And I was just like, I was like, I was planning out scene by scene, and then she was like, and that's what fucking authenticity. I I literally was like, damn, bitch, you got me. <laughs> and then, you know, his reaction was so good. He was like, well, damn, why did you do that? <laughs> <The> audition. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, but like, I don't think she's wrong for having wanted to be cast in the film. Mm-hmm. He definitely should have. I mean, he was the director. He could have made her the fucking lead if he felt like he it. He directed that shit. He was in control. Who 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 directed The Godfather? Martin Scorsese. I, I believe so. Yeah, that nigga gave his niece one one of the lead roles in the film. No, it's Francis Ford Coppola. Sorry, oh. Francis Ford Coppola directed the um the Godfather series, but he gave his niece the fucking lead in that film. Like these niggas can do whatever they want. Did she have any acting? Like, no, she sucks. Actors? Oh, <laughs> bro, I fucking hate his, bro. I hate her character. Like if you've never seen the Godfather um trilogy, everyone universally agrees that the third one is the worst, and she's like the main female lead in that movie and she's part of why it sucks i mean there's the whole incest plot line i don't want to get too into the godfather yeah i don't want to spoil that trilogy for all my people who haven't seen this uh fucking seven 50 year old film um but seriously watch it yeah it is it is amazing that's oh yeah um I just haven't got around to it. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not important. But uh, Trey, and, Trey, were you in Latin with me? Yeah, we watched that shit. The whole yeah, we watched that shit in Latin. Um, our professor, <laughs> our that's teacher, lit. Why did my school do that shit? Because our teacher was off the off the fucking chain. That nigga was just like, yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be learning about like Latin. Uh, Italians are uh, yeah, Italians, mafia, close enough. He had been a Latin teacher for like five years at that point, and not a single student knew any Latin. So he I think at that point hey. he was like, fuck this. Hey, no disrespect. I had a white Polish woman teach my Spanish class. So yeah, I, I get it. I didn't learn shit either. <laughs> oh see, that's that's fuck. See, I <laughs> that's just pointless. Just like, what are you doing? Like I, Go Mind you, it was like two other Hisp- like Puerto Rican teachers, but but yet I'm in the one with the white Polish woman. But whatever, Maybe. I didn't learn shit either. That's wild. I don't think anyone did in their high school fucking language classes. But 
so to get back on topic, so the final um, argument was about whether or not he should have cast her in the film. She, I remember she leaves and goes to the bedroom, right? And that's yeah, like she made her her. She's in the bed. She's like, yeah, I did that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he comes in like, yo, you killed that shit. I should have casted you. The movie could have been better. Blah, blah, blah. Once again, John David Washington just wants to fuck because he's back at it. He just wants to, he just wants to eat a box. That's all he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's doing her thing about the looks like it's about to give him at it. And then she just stops and argues for the last time in the movie. And at that point, I literally threw my remote. Um, I'm like, that is like, I'm tired of this shit. I want to go to bed. <laughs> so did, so did John David Washington. But, um, I think that was probably my favorite part of the film because I think that was when she says to him, don't shut out. Zendaya says, don't shut out people that keep you grounded. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that that was like a bar, Mm -hmm. especially since this nigga is a narcissist. His shit isn't popping unless he has real people to base his work off of. If he does that, his movies are going to be shit. And... I don't know. I mean, he cares so much about people who don't matter at the end of the day. Like he cared so much about the, the the writer who wrote his review. He cared so much about the actress that he casted and how she felt, made sure she was comfortable, mm-hmm. but yet didn't care about her. Is is the woman that this story's based upon? Actually, let's speak about um, something he said earlier in the film. She said that you would never forget to thank Taylor for the film, and. Um, you would never fuck. She had to watch you smiling and hugging on her all night on the film premiere. And um, you should never have like made her feel better at the expense of me. And I thought that that was a very important thing, like a test that he failed that kind of showed. This nigga failed everything. He didn't pass shit. Which is, which is something that like really fucked me up. And I was just like, Marie, you have all these complaints about this nigga. Why are you still here? And that's why I was that's just the so only part where I'm like, he was right about that shit. Cause she really like, she loves him so much that she just endures this shit. And it's like, he has a point where I'm like this, why do you like this shit? Like, he clearly is saying, why are you still with me? Break up with me. I'm a piece of shit. When I and saw I, that, the movie was done, and now he doesn't care anymore. I saw all that shit, and I just thought, "Thank God I'm single. If this is what love does to niggas, I'm all set. I don't want anything to do with this. Like, genuinely, fuck off." But I don't think that they loved each other. I think that they were two parasites that were that needed each other they had to feed off of the other because if you left one of them alone they would just fucking spiral and that's why at the end of the film i was like you two deserve each other and clearly like malcolm he's into that shit he's into broken women because when he was listening all the women that he was with all of them had some issues like one of them like Multiple one had drug problems. Just yeah. Like, when that nigga said I've dated another girl with a drug problem, I was like, nigga, do you have a fetish? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> now, one of them, I was like, okay, one OD'd and the other stole from your mama. You, but I guess you stayed with that one. But fuck it. Like I, it, like clearly, the, yeah, they definitely would have both spiraled out of control if they didn't have each other. 
but together they're like I don't know. They're not even good together. I don't. I I if I had to a wish for the end of that film, they break up and they never ever get back together. If I, because at least if they're not together, you can at least not torture the other person in the relationship and hopefully one day maybe you can begin the process of healing and becoming a better person but them together is like fucking oil and water that shit does not mix they're fucking horrible and i don't know that shit was just like hey nigga keep stay single that was what i literally was like i was like "Eh." i watched the end of that film i was like yeah uh relationships are overrated that noise. And then, like, at the end, I think she was just, like, saying what he should have said for his speech on how to thank her. Yeah. I've actually... I and think Malcolm is... About, like, the whole Kiki shit, which I knew... I'm like, yep, that's... Well, yeah, don't no. Like that. You don't, no. You don't get away with saying some shit like that. No. Never. In fact, she should have killed this nigga off that principle alone. Again... That's why when like the knife came out in that earlier scene, I was like, "Oh no!" So this is yeah, that's Kiki. That's what that's what that is, right? Okay, all right. <laughs> um, one of those stabs, she's gonna like if she does kill him. One of those stabs, like, and this is for Kiki. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the part about that is like she even admitted, like, you made your point and you won that argument, but you didn't have to go there. You didn't have to say all this shit because I wouldn't do no. that. No, because he was just being hurtful, and that's the type of nigga that he is. He's just, he's just like he brings misery. Like I was genuinely, I felt bad for her character when I was just like, "Yo, straight up, don't sit there and take this shit. Leave, nigga. Pack a bag and go. Like I will pick you up." And it's two a.m. Like this nigga sucks. Like I forgot the time period was. It was like two a.m. when they originally got home or some shit. It was, I think, 1 a.m. when the um, they got home and the sun was rising when they stopped arguing and the film ends. So we're saying that they, they were arguing for probably like three hours. Yeah. Exhausting. Fucking <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. Thank you. That's perfect word. Was it, has any of, have any of you ever argued for that long? No. Never. No. No. And... I don't think arguing for a long time is a sign of a healthy relationship. So I think that the fact that everyone has argued for less than that is probably. I. I I can see. I definitely have had. Let me go ahead, Dre. Go ahead. I definitely have had a day where we just was beefing the whole day. That's different. I was. I want to clarify that being upset or having tension is different than what those niggas did yeah the, yeah and the, yeah that's because that's what was unnatural to me that i feel like that wouldn't that scenario would not happen like they had four to five intense major arguments <laughs> all in it one. was more intense than the last one yeah five five arguments honestly the first two i'm sorry the first one is a normal argument Everything after that, those are relationship killing arguments. <laughs> after the second argument, my ass would have already like took a double and I'm like, all right, I ain't getting those, I ain't getting no box. It's over. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna take my ass to bed. Yeah. I would have been I already been checked out if that was me. 
And she the fact that this shit kept going is like that, yeah. She said it. She said that nigga, you you suck. Like, I'm not gonna I don't wanna argue with you tonight. Just but you don't know how to mess with shit. Exactly, unless it's for work, which he proved was right. Because yeah. he he thanked all his producers, his executives, his fucking actors and actresses. Yeah. That nigga. Yeah, yeah. She called it in the beginning where she was like, "You literally cannot de-escalate anything." And yeah. then it went like fast forward to that the scene where he's eating the macaroni and cheese, where she has left the room, left the situation altogether. And that nigga's like, "You know what?" And then lied about getting seconds, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I didn't. I didn't get second. <laughs> <laughs> I think is a a master manipulator, and that's why, like, at first viewing, you, I, I, I don't, I want to say at first viewing when you first see the tweets. When I, at least when I first saw someone tweet out about that movie, mm-hmm. um, it was just like, yeah, this nigga is evil. I was like, this nigga Malcolm is a devil. I was like, hmm. Right, like, it, or. It was a TikTok too that I saw where um it was like their neighbors and they were like looking out the windows like, yo, 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 you'll call their house. Tell Marie that she don't gotta stay there tonight. They're like, like, she doesn't need to leave that man. They they're at it again. It's what time is it? One AM? Oh god damn it. <laughs> like that's I'm I'm glad they showed like the location of the movie because I'm like, if they're in an apartment, there's no fucking way. Someone ain't knocking on the door or be like, yo, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to sleep. Nah. They're literally in an abandoned, I don't even know where this house is located. The cops are doing a wellness check if they're, they're arguing with that <laughs> at 1 a.m. The cops is pulling up hot um, to beat the fuck out of that nigga. Because <laughs> you know that's all cops do is beat up fucking people. Oh, yeah. Um, this brings some crap on both of them and just got the fuck up out of it. Sorry, want to just sidebar. Fuck the cops. Um, Sure. Back to the Malcolm and Marie discussion. Yo, I don't know, dude. And then what was the final shot of the film? They just go outside and watch the sunrise together? Yeah, with the best fucking camera shot of the whole movie. Which sucks. Because to me, it makes it seem like, no, they they stay together. I don't think I watched that end of the film and was just like, Maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe it doesn't. I I watched that and was just like... Should have ended with her packing her shit up and him understanding that she's leaving and they both, you know, hug at the door and she's out. That's how it should have. The way I watched this film, it was like it was a, a, a massive forest fire. And that final shot was just like, if you were to see a single green stalk growing out of that you know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the fucking ash and you yeah. see that one little green stock bean sprout start to yeah. shoot up. That's what that movie felt like. And I was just like, no, mm-hmm. stop it. There, <laughs> There is an impressionable 14 year old out there who has no role models in their life who is going to think this is normal. I didn't think it. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I thought maybe like people who win, yeah. who are in these type of relationships, abusive relationships, they're like, it's a representation of them. There's that too. There's definitely that. People who are in those relationships who saw themselves and were like, holy fuck, I need to get out of here. I think there was probably people who um, saw that and were like, holy fuck, I'm, a, I'm, I'm garbage. I need to do better. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that there was probably somebody with a developing brain um, who who has seen relationships like that in real life, and now it's been seen in film, 
and it's just like ah confirmation that's how we do it <laughs> this is okay this is healthy and this is normal. <laughs> but again that kind of ties back to the earlier point that marie made where she was just like you like you treated me unlike anyone else i'd ever been loved like you loved me like no one else did but you didn't love me the way that i needed to be like it was just a you saw me as a script you saw me as a, a means to an end and not the end itself so very i don't know and so, so some of the things that you just said are partly why i think that <clears throat> or I, like i disagree with like they deserve each other i feel i feel like she is kind of has come to the realization and maybe not even in that night but but fairly recently um of exactly the the place she holds in his life and isn't liking it and that's part of why she continues to engage in these arguments whereas like from his perspective he he needs her but she's realizing that he needs her and what role she plays in that and that she doesn't really like it like that mm. I think you're right. I think she's that night might have been her moment when she's just like, yeah, I, that's why I hope. Yeah, right. That's what we can hope is that she's realized that like maybe 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 I read that last scene wrong. And it, the, the rising dawn was not their found or new hope or investment in the relationship. Like her growing. Yeah, but exactly, but her growing like man, fuck this dusty ass nigga. You thirty something year old nigga, I'll go suck your friend's dick again, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Come on now. this <laughs> is well. That was the movie, guys. It... That was it. I'm sorry. I wish I had like a happier, but it's it's very ambiguous ending, and yeah. all you're left with is a lot of shitty arguments. Like, it's like, it's like the writers stop writing conclusion. Just world class acting on both sides. Oh, yeah. World class acting. Shout out to Zendaya. I actually, I, if I had to pick someone who is a better, uh, mm-hmm. there's only two actors in the film. Between the two, yeah, I'm gonna go with Zendaya because that bathroom scene alone. She deserves it because yeah. you could tell she's like hurt. I but- can't pick one or the other, bro. They're both. They both had their moments, man. They. Yeah, I was. I I agree with Rich because when she was in the tub and like her lip and her nose was quivering, I was. Yeah. I remember distinctly. I was sitting there. I was like, like for me, that is impossible unless I'm really feeling some shit. You I know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. forgot about that moment. Yeah, acting like like imagine just the day of shooting that scene. Right. Okay. So All right, we're gonna do this roll take, and there's like fucking boom, and she has to crowd the spot. Like that's fucking hard. Yeah. That was what I was thinking too. And with that bathroom scene is ninety percent of why I give it to Zendaya, um, because and the the druggy with the knife, I'm gonna kill you. Scene. Like, oh yeah, that's also an amazing scene. Um, yeah. Yeah, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya had the better performance. But when she was like crying in the tub. But then she realized he was coming back and she like wiped her face clean and was just like good again. Or at least she could put on the icy indifference face long enough to 
to just get berated again. God, I fucking hate Malcolm, man. The more I think about it, like I don't know. I should have just listened to the Twitter people. That nigga is the. I was bro going into it. I'm like these fucking. They're gonna tear this man down and blah blah blah. Like she's wrong too, but like now, like having this discussion, I'm like, holy shit. Which was literally the probably the biggest villain of any movie I have seen. Yeah. So one thing that I know, um, someone's gonna say that like I just want him to shut the fuck up about is that she cheated on him in the past. Like nigga, you could have left her, but no, you kept her around. You fucking you manipulate her because you can over her. You can well exactly she's material for your film, but she's also it's something if you are a manipulator and a narcissist or a sociopath like that nigga is, he is always thinking of shit that he can use against you and he can just throw it back in your face and yeah, fucking yeah. hold over your head that's all i thought you didn't stay with her because you loved her you stayed with her so you could fucking abuse her later and hold this against her later and that was all i could think about i was like this nigga's a demon <laughs> yeah and you know why too i might have such a problem with Malcolm is just like I see a lot of myself in him and I'm just like I'm oh, yeah, not piece of shit, man. I could have told yeah. you yeah 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 and I'm just like <laughs> maybe maybe I just uh maybe it's a good thing I'm single <laughs> like the only thing he didn't do was just put his hands on her right right that was the other thing too is that he thought he was a good boyfriend because he didn't hit her and I'm just yeah. like nigga no yeah other- Which I think a lot of guys have that mindset uh, absolutely absolutely that's one thing that i am not even one thing i'm happy that we're we live in a time where mental health exists and it's something that is kind of continuing to progress um Mm -hmm. as like just as time goes on because with that comes so many other things like the awareness of mental abuse verbal emotional and all these kind of things that a lot of people just didn't really believe in and still don't things didn't even talk about it like it wasn't even a topic of conversation yeah Nope, nope, nope. And yeah, God, what a fucking happy film. I'm actually really like, I was very, Trey, you suggested this film and I wasn't really, I was like, eh, I guess, but. Yeah, I was just like, fuck, I gotta watch this shit. Uh, but I'm well, glad I'm glad we watched it. it. Yeah, no bullshit. Like, I was just like, <laughs> damn, this was it. This was the one. Yeah, it was a, it's a cool, a cool look into, um, I don't know. I feel like it, it really makes you reflect on um, on us, especially like to watch this as a, a bunch of dudes, because because yeah. like we like we've all said, we all we all identify with different aspects, if not the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it was, it was real interesting. Fascinating. God damn. I recommend anyone who hasn't seen it to go see it. Even though we kind of told you the whole fucking movie, but yeah, yeah. but you want to watch this acting in that movie is way better than we can tell you or describe. Yeah, and we also left out a lot of lines too. Like yeah, it, yeah, it's different from me saying like this nigga turned into a demon and saying no, you have to see that shit. You have to see this the look in this nigga's eyes, the yeah. tears forming at the edge of this nigga's eyes as he's telling her to pick herself up by her bootstraps and get that shit done. When he was yeah. The fact that he like the look in his eyes, like he you can tell that he believes everything that he's saying. Like he's completely bought into his own shit. 
Right, right. That nigga's smelling his own farts and loving it. That nigga said, <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, mm, roses. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but is there any any other last lingering thoughts we had for the film? I'm watching it again. Good. I, I would. I I did. Um, we were supposed yeah, to record this the other day, and I was watching it beforehand to get prepared for it mentally and i was just like what a fucking film um yeah by the end of it watching the first time i was like i couldn't like understand what just happened i'm like yeah, there's, there was so much packed into, <laughs> into yeah. each I was like, there's so much to, to, to you know decompress here i gotta yeah. and i didn't write any notes i'm like fuck i didn't write shit so i'm not gonna remember like so i had to watch it again and do notes and mm-hmm. It's even better the second time. Like I'm like, holy fuck the Yeah. The second time was when I was I sitting did, there. Like the little thing, the fact that it's in black and white was a great choice. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. why. I just liked it better that way. In yeah. hindsight, yeah. yeah. Um color is overrated. Um you return. See the of the, the, they have certain shots that were in color. Did y'all see those? I did, no. yeah. So uh, that's funny because I, I thought I was tripping when I when I saw the color. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he was wearing that. She was wearing that. Like it's yeah, I liked the better black and white in yeah. hindsight. And mm. just acting the shots. Yeah. Very interesting. I got a on paper that film could have went wrong a lot of different ways. Mm. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting any of that going into it. I'm glad I watched it. Um Fire Film. Netflix original too. Gotta say, you guys you did well. They do a, a great job with original films, but terrible with original animes. Original. I was just going to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> their original films are like hit or miss. Because <clears throat> I, I mean, know. the ones I've seen have been hits. I haven't watched any misses yet. Uh, you've never seen the Death Note movie. Um, you've oh, never why seen, would I? What the fuck? <laughs> you've never seen their Full Metal Alchemist movie. Why would are you... I'm just not paying if I do that. The fuck? No, no, no. I trust Netflix originals. I, mean, I don't know who told them to get in that anime bag. Anime, anime's popping. Is it bad? I know. Like, they ain't competing with the Crunchyroll oh. animations. Maybe like. we should do an animated film for our next one. I could pick one for us. That would be nice. I I got an animated. I've got one in mind. That I think would fuck you niggas up. So I think we should do an anime. But, I think I know what it is too. However, that's our show for everyone. I want to thank everyone for listening. This was our 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 first time doing a, a episode like this. So please give us some feedback. You can find us on Twitter, on on Instagram, yeah. um, at Not Here to Be Right Podcast, and you know, reach out to us, give us a follow, a share. If you think there's a film we would like or you know, shoot it to us. We'll we'll add it to the list of shit we'll get around to. Um and you know, check us out. Thank you for tuning in. Tell us what you thought about this shit too. You know, we sat here and talked for an hour and a half. What did what did you think about it? What did this are we are we all ignorant because we don't we don't have a a woman did we completely miss the the premise of this movie? Like were we completely (laughs) off? (laughs) Please, if there's any women that listen to this, just let us know. Just anything that we missed because we are guys and we wouldn't have, like, please. I would love to. Mansplain too much. Please let us know. 
Um, I I only know how to mansplain. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's entire scenes in this movie that we don't even recall because it just because we're men. <laughs> it yeah. just, it's like, oh, it was some woman shit. I don't know. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a woman would comment. It'd be like, oh shit, that did happen, huh? <laughs> I'm sure there's the the. I hope they at least get something from our perspective too. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like we have a slightly smarter guy opinion on shit than your average nigga that will comment about this on Twitter. Yeah. Um, like so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. it's probably a probably not the right question, but I don't give a fuck. If, if the if Zendaya wasn't in this movie and it was a white woman, <laughs> sorry, finish the sentence. <laughs> would we? Have, Looked at this the same way. Um, <laughs> uh, I think there's the answer. This <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. Get the fuck out of here. No. I wouldn't have given a fuck. <laughs> no, stop, 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 stop. Because, um, <laughs> no, because the 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 episode would have been completely different. I would have just been. Rashing on this nigga for dating a white woman. Oh, that would have been, been an hour and a half about fucking like um, black Israelism and shit, and about how like the fucking white woman is like the um, mother harlot and the fucking uh, the seed of evil and shit. God, that was, I would have been applauding this nigga as he was flaming her and shit. Like, right? Hey. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah. Now leave her. Now leave her and go find you a sister. Yeah, remember Kiki, bitch? Yeah. Yeah, go find Kiki. Go find (laughs) Kiki. (laughs) You on now. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Go save Serena. (laughs) And then she's like, I'm just a movie script to you. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. Now I get why he's with the white bitch. Oh, my God. If he said that line to a white woman, I might have fucking... (laughs) God damn. Um... We gotta stop. We do have to stop, though. So I'm gonna just end.